Hello, and welcome to the Gustavus Health Profession podcast. Today in episode 22, we talk with Jordan Olson Merrick, class of 2021, and she is in optometry school in Forest Grove, Oregon. We learned a lot about optometry school from Jordan, as well as some activities and fun places to check out while in Oregon. Looking at the occupational outlook, we looked up to like what does an optometrist do? And what it states is optometrists diagnose and treat visual problems and manage diseases, injury, and other disorders of the eye. The work environment is some work in standalone offices. You could also work in a doctor's office, an optical store, and some are self-employed. And how do you become an optometrist? Well, an optometrist must complete a doctor of optometry, an OD degree program, and obtain a license to practice in a particular state. OD programs take four years to complete, and the pay for optometrists, the average in May 2020, was $118,000. So we're excited that you're here listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome, Jordan Olson Merrick, Gustavus class of 2021. Jordan is in her first year of optometry school at Pacific University College of Optometry in Forest Grove, Oregon. Thank you for joining us, Jordan. Of course, thank you for having me. So Jordan, can you start off by giving us an introduction? Of course, so as you just mentioned, my name is Jordan. Um, I graduated in 2021 from Gustavus. I grew up in Duluth, Minnesota, so just north of, of Gustavus, or a few hours there. Um, I, it was a pretty easy decision going to Gustavus for me. Um, my mom, my dad, brother, and sister all went there and had great things to say. And for a long time, I tried to ignore that. I, I knew it was predictable for me to go there, but they're people I trusted and they only had good things to say about Gustavus. And after my four years, I, I definitely agreed with all the good things that they had to say. Um, Gustavus has a community that is like nowhere else. And you can just tell that people care about one another. And that was important to me. Um, my major at Gustavus was biology. And the activities that I did outside of studying, of course, was uh, Gusty Buddies, Tribeta, Caring Hands, and Run Club, of course. And that's kind of how I kept busy in St. Peter. Yeah, that sounds really um, busy. What is the run club? <laughs> the run club is exactly what it sounds like. Just a bunch of us would get together, um, go for go for runs around St. Peter, and we would do various 5Ks or 10Ks all together. Just a great way to stay active and, and take study breaks and be with people who you might not see in the classroom. Yeah, that sounds like a great activity. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> so share with us your favorite Gustavus memory. This is a question that has always been really hard for me and, and not because there aren't any, but just because every day was such a good memory. I think honestly, because of the people who were a part of my every day. Um, and so really, I think my favorite memory of Gustavus is just the atmosphere of each day because you could just feel all the hellos every day and, and everyone was there for each other. And I think that's something that I definitely miss just the community there. Yeah, that's great to hear. So we want to hear about what drew you to optometry. 
Sure. So there's kind of, it's a long path and that's because it was the first career that crossed my mind um, that I saw myself doing. And that was when I was just sophomore in high school. I put on contact lenses for the first time. And I think I just realized in that moment how much vision can impact our day-to-day lives and realizing that it helps make personal connections in everyone's life and it can just have that automatic effect. Um, And from that, I went into Gustavus with that in my forefront but then I made sure to check all the other departments in healthcare just to see if there are any other ones that I haven't come across in my, in my own life. And from shadowing other um, healthcare departments, I, I realized that optometry was the one for me, not only because of my passion for vision, but also because of the ability to have a good work-life balance and to see an immediate impact on the patients. And it had um, a lot of patient care interaction, which I felt was really important for me. Um, and from that, I got a job working as an optometric technician, and that was really important for me too and impactful my decision because I was able to see what my day-to-day would be like as an optometrist and kind of how all the moving parts looked in a practice and all the background stuff as well. And that's that was my path to optometry. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And, um, you know, optometry is an area that is continuing to grow at Gustavus. I would say each year, um, you know, probably one to four applicants is probably pretty common from our school applying to optometry school. And so it is an awesome area and um, this will be great for people listening to learn more about it. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's definitely not talked about much. So I always appreciate it when other people did as well. As we know, there are lots of prerequisite requirements to apply to graduate programs and you needed to take the OAT or the optometry admission test. Uh, The common prerequisites included you needed a year of bio, two years of chemistry, a year of physics, calculus, stats, and that's just to name a few. So those courses are very similar for students interested in applying to medical school to become a medical doctor. Can you explain to us the main difference between becoming an optometrist doctor of optometry, or an ophthalmologist, which is a medical doctor? This is probably the most common question I get when I tell people I'm doing optometry. Many people don't even know that there's a difference between the two. Um, And honestly, depending on the practice, an ophthalmologist and optometrist day-to-day can look very similar, but they could also look very different just depending on the doctor themselves and the practice itself. Um, The main difference that I can think of right off the bat is the schooling, obviously. Um, An ophthalmologist attends medical school and then completes residency in ophthalmology, while an optometrist attends optometry school and then could practice right after that, or they could specialize um, in low vision, vision therapy, pediatrics, contact lenses. And then optometrists could work in a practice by themselves, or they could work in a practice with other ophthalmologists and optometrists too. Um, In the past, I feel like it was often described as simple as an ophthalmologist can perform surgery while an optometrist can't. Um, However, the scope of optometry just continues to expand, and it really depends on state guidelines. There are certain states that are allowing surgeries and countries where um, optometrists are doing LASIK, so it continues to grow, and it's not a very concrete answer, but, (laughs) but, but there's a lot of similarities, and there's some differences as well there. Jordan, is there any specialty area that you are interested in? 
at this point, I'm interested in all of them. <laughs> um, I think many of them are, sound so interesting. I worked at a summer camp for vision loss, and so I have a, a pretty big interest in low vision. Um, I also worked for a doctor who was really good at finding the perfect fit in contact lenses, and I saw how that can change people's lives. But that's in my in my forefront too. And then pediatrics just sounds like an absolutely exciting way to spend your day. <laughs> so there's all sorts of all sorts of ones that are sticking out to me right now and I'm excited to explore them more. For sure. Great. Well where you're talking about exploring, we're interested to know more about um, optometry school. So you're in your first year right now. So I'm wondering if you could break down for us like what you know right now of what those years are going to look like and how it evolves as you're in school. Definitely. Um, so it's a lot <laughs> is what I've come to learn. Um, my schedule is 10 classes and six labs. Of wow. course, some of those are more credits than others, but it's a lot to juggle. Um, that was a big transition just to be able to even remember which classes I was in <laughs> in the beginning. Um, and and even in this first year, we are doing a lot of hands-on labs as if um, so we have exam lanes. We're doing things that I'll be doing when I'm 45. Um, and then second year is pretty similar to first year. Third year, it's a little bit more split um, with clinical time and then also um, still doing courses. So that can be hard to juggle and you're studying for boards as well. And then in your fourth year, um, at least here at Pacific, you actually do externships the entire year in four different locations. Um, and so really we'll be on campus for three years and our fourth year will be moving about. So for an externship, um, and you're out in Oregon, can you choose to, you said four different locations, can you choose to come back to Minnesota? How does that work? Yeah, so there's actually a list of the externships um, programs and it's as wide as the eye can see. There's some abroad, there's some in the States. Um, so yeah, it really depends on the individual. A lot of people will choose to go back to their home state for at least one of those. And then of course, Two of those externships are decided in doing, I think I want to say ocular disease and then primary care. And then the other two, you can kind of choose what you'd like to focus on. Yeah, that's really interesting. So how many students are in your first year cohort with you? So there is 98 of us. Could be 97, but I think it's 98. <laughs> um, and, and it's great because that, that sounds like a lot, but we do... We have a very good community here as well. Everyone has each other's back and just wants to see each other succeed. And I'm trying to think, you probably know this better than I do, but is there around 20 optometry schools, accredited optometry schools? Does that sound about right? Yes, I think that there might be 22, but yeah, right around 20 there. And then there's two in Canada. So pretty large percentage of the students here are actually from Canada. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So thinking back on your journey, what advice would you have for current Gustavus students? Yeah, I think my biggest piece of advice would be to take the time you need to determine what path like you're truly passionate about. Um, because I think I think you can feel rushed to figure out what you need to do but I think it's important to take the time to really figure out what you are going to want to spend your every single day focusing on because school is hard. And whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed or challenged, 
it's the reminder of why I'm here and why I'm doing this that gets me through it. Um, and I think if you didn't have that underlying passion, it'd be really, really easy to want to just give up. And so that that, that passion is what's going to get you through the hard times for sure. All right, so we have one last question here um, before we go into the rapid fire. And our listeners might not know this, but I'm from Oregon. And so I'm very <laughs> interested in your area. So I'm wondering, first of all, can you share with us, you've had to have done something cool and unique on your, in your time in Oregon. <laughs> so I wanna know that. And then we wanna know, um, you know, in your time there so far, where's your favorite restaurant or place to eat? Of course. Um, so I think our second week here, we rented some surfboards, rented some wetsuits, and we went out and pretended like what we knew what we were doing and had a great time. And we, we went back a couple more times. Um, I still don't look like I know what I'm doing, but I'm excited to keep learning because it's definitely a fun hobby to take up. Um, so that, that, that was a blast. And then favorite place in Oregon that I've gone to eat. I mean, in Portland, there's just so many different food places to go to. I mean, I don't even know if I'll ever scratch the surface, but I think the most exciting place I've gone so far um, is McMinimins. I'm sure if you're from Oregon, you know about McMinimins. Um, basically, I, I, it's kind of hard to explain, but they take historical buildings, and I think the one here in Forest Grove, it's like a restaurant, it's a hotel, there's a spa, and you can just kind of explore these historical buildings um, and also have some really good food. So yeah, that's those are really, pretty unique. Those are cool. So first the McMinimums. Yeah, those are really fun things. My favorite one is in Portland and it's an old school. Have you been there yet? Mm -hmm. they, okay, they I, I went to a restaurant. concert there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That place is amazing and really cool to, to go to. I like the detention room and, you know, they have mm -hmm. just really cool little areas. Um, and I love to hear that you went surfing. Um, because this summer I was on the Oregon coast and my son, Luke, who is 14, decided he wanted to go surfing and got a wetsuit. It didn't go too well. <laughs> it's freezing <laughs> cold that water too. So yeah, I, it's cold. That's impressive that you did it. Did you get up? I got up a couple times, but nice. not for long. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. The Oregon coast and those waves are pretty rough. So hopefully you had a they, good They day. can be big. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Okay, so to end up here, we've just got some fun questions for you. Um, so they're called the random rapid fire. So we'll just go through them quickly. So a favorite sport tradition. Favorite sport tradition. Um, I love watching MLS soccer and the team here in Portland is the Timbers. And each time they score a goal, they actually chainsaw a slab of wood off of a log and that just gets the whole crowd pretty pretty riled up and that's pretty fun <laughs> that's fun I've heard a lot about the timbers I hadn't heard about that though that's cool <laughs> so tell us what fall activity you enjoy the most I think I would say hiking I think that hiking in the fall is perfect because it's not too hot and it's not too cold and the trees are beautiful so yes hiking would be my answer great what is your go-to dessert? I don't think you can beat a warm cookie or a warm brownie. That's the top two favorites. If I can do two. <laughs> well, those are hard to beat. So what is your favorite podcast? 
kind of all over the place in podcasts. Um, the one I've listened to the most, probably My Favorite Murder. Somehow I got talked into crime podcasts being entertaining, and they are. So My Favorite Murder. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, and our and our final question that we love to ask is, can you define success? I think success can look so different from person to person and from individual situation to situation. But I think it can be as simple as just progress, whatever that looks like for each person. But I think success is just moving forward. And yeah, that's that's the simplest that I'm gonna make it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Making progress, going in the right direction, putting one step foot in front of the other. Yeah, that's a great definition for that. Well, Jordan, we really appreciate you joining us today and um, sharing your experience with optometry and your time in Oregon. So we really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank thank you so much for having me. Good to hear from you.